Welcome to episode 429 of Fly Away. Over the past few years, we've been reminded time and again how much the world relies on travel. From supporting local economies to learning about new cultures, the experience that travel provides helps us to make our world smaller and bring us closer together. Here at Outlander Travel, we've been proud to be a small part of bringing that to you through our weekly podcast. My name is George, and this week I'm joined by fellow Outlander Travel agents Sandy, Lindsay, and Donna. On previous episodes of this podcast, we've talked a lot about Holland America and their Alaska itineraries. Did you know that they do more than just Alaska? Donna was offered a chance to go on the new Dom ship that sails out of Fort Lauderdale on a Caribbean voyage. She's here tonight to tell us all about her experience, so let's get started. So this is interesting for me because I have never been on a HAL ship. I've never quoted a HAL ship. I generally don't know a whole heck of a lot about it. Okay. So, where did you sail out of? Fort Lauderdale. Okay, and I've gone through Fort Lauderdale before. How was the getting on board process there? Um, it was it was very reminiscent of what it was before the pandemic, where they would basically bring you in, you'd go from station to station, and then you'd sit in a big room and you'd wait and you'd wait. And you'd wait, and you'd wait some more, and then you'd wait wow. some more until they called your number. And I got there so early that I was in boarding group number two. And wow. I still sat there for two hours. So, I've like had some that of the experience, other- yeah. <laughs> I think that's coming other, back. Some of the other lines in, in Fort Lauderdale have definitely streamlined their process to get on board. This is the old process. So. so there's no pre-boarding, make your boarding group online process? No, you still had to do that oh. to show up. But then they had they had us all waiting in a big room with, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. So <laughs> the, the COVID <laughs> protocols are definitely out the window. Yeah. Okay. Well, That's one of the things I'll miss about COVID sailing. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. And, and, and so there's still some other lines that actually do that, where, you know, they basically, as soon as you walk in the door, they, you go from station to station, and then you basically walk right on the ship. Mm-hmm. I like that process. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your first impressions of walking on the ship? Um, it's interesting because, I mean, everything was very, very clean, very, very elegant. Uh I was very impressed with the furnishings and the artwork and everything around the ship, but it did remind me a little bit of an older style because the ceilings were a little lower. Um, They didn't have these huge like open spaces, Um, but uh, but it was was very nice. And I, I, I think it had recently been refurbished. I think it's a newer ship, isn't it? It's a pinnacle class, right? It is a pinnacle class, yes. Okay. I, I looked for a date, but I could not find a date when it was actually launched or, or refurbished. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was launched during COVID or around then. Um, it looks, it, it definitely looks yeah. like it's, I mean, in excellent shape. Mm-hmm. George is probably going to Google that for us. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it, but... <laughs> <laughs> so when you walk on, do you walk on to like a Royal Promenade or something like that? No, that's the thing. It's it, they don't ha- like I said, they don't have those big open spaces with shops and things like that. Um, it's it's very compartmentalized. 
Um, they do a, use a very, it's a very good use of space to do it that way. Um, but it's not these big flowing losses of space because of air. <laughs> okay. And what about for the muster? Was it an e-muster or the old style? Uh, you, yes and no. You, you had to, uh, you had to go check in and, but you had to check in at just your muster station. Um, and you did watch it on the TV. So yeah, it was, it was definitely kind of a, kind of a hybrid. Okay. So yeah, it, it really makes it, I honestly, I love that. I love that they do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If, if COVID was good for nothing else, the new muster protocols seem to be a um, much better than they used to be and everybody's a fan i can't think of anybody that wants to go back to standing you i've and heard rumors your closest that, friends i've heard rumors <laughs> of one line going back and i hope it's not true so. <laughs> i don't know why they would i don't i really don't but yeah hopefully that's not true i don't either as long as the coast guard's good with the way they're doing it i don't see why they'd switch back but yeah exactly I guess you never know. Okay, but so they want let's to see talk- you put on your your life jacket. Oh, I'm I'm an adult and I know how to put on a life jacket. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had to do that on any ship. Oh no no no! I've had to do it many times. Wow. <laughs> okay. The only time That's I did it was school. when Lindsay and I were playing around in that hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh every time I see that picture. Those pictures are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> we were trying probably. to release them. It's not good to joke, but we did need to make sure that they fit. Like yes, I think, I think that was true. probably and, a a very valid and that, concern. And that and, we could get the bottles out of the mini bar. Yeah, and that, and most importantly, that we would be able to access the mini bar in time in case we needed to evacuate the ship. So exactly, that was, yeah. that was essential. <laughs> so let's go ahead, Renzi. Oh, so I was going to say, so this, uh, this is pinnacle. So this is probably a lot similar to the, and I, I hate this. I love Hal so much and I've been on so many other ships now that I'm getting him confused. <laughs> so this is the pinnacle. It's, it's a sister ship to the Koningsdam, right? So I'm assuming that I don't know. Cause I did not look out. at that. So I wish that we had, um, I think it's probably similar it is well i don't know the Um, layout but you're right it's my question where i was going with that was is the spa as amazing on the new stat dam as it is on the koenigsdam because i think i did research this for a client who was i was putting on that ship because i wanted to make okay so yes i really liked the spa it was fantastic so they had so the very first day I got out and went into the pool and I went into the hot tub, which really was not that hot at the pool. And it was this little tiny bowl that, I mean, I swear it would hold three people, you know, but then, you know, you'd get five or six people in there and then you were like, you know, and all your like legs sardines, are touching. <laughs> you know, like, but, but then, uh, so I decided to go into the spa and they have this hot tub that is, huge and it probably will hold like 30 or 40 people you know (laughs) this thing is huge and they've got bubbles and everything and they've got these giant shower heads that you can kind of climb in and you know have the the water just beat on you for a little while um 
yeah, it's fantastic. And then they've got a some kind of a shower that you can hose off afterwards, and you can press the buttons, and it kind of mixes with the lights, and it and with it's the got lights the and on the bottom, all. and then on the top. And I fe- we should really learn what this is called because it's one of my it's, favorite things. It's called it's the, the shower wash. thing. <laughs> it's called the car wash. Um, so, what about the one where you lay down on the bed? Did they have that one on there? They I'm did so- have that, but it was in a different room. So you had so you, that was the main room, and then you walked into the side room room and the side room was where they had all of the uh loungers the ceramic loungers and then there was a little alcove off of that where they had the steam and then they had another alcove that had some more of the uh showers to hose off but then they also had one where you lay down flat and it kind of you know yeah that's what sprinkles on you so and then the (laughs) sauna was actually outside uh, outside of the room, and then you had a locker room and everything as well. It's kind of cool. It sounds very similar. Yes. I know you you liked that horizontal shower, Lindsay, but I feel like it would just beat you in the face. You know? No, see, well, you were supposed to like. I liked it on the back of my neck, and like my shoulder okay. blades never get any um, relief, so it was kind of nice on there. It's you just flip over, you, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It was different. It's not, it's, I've never seen it anywhere else. So I'm going to be a little obsessed with this now until I see something else that's cooler than that in a <laughs> spa somewhere that can, that can But this it. was the super cool thing. So I bought the spa pass for the week that I was there and I went mm-hmm. almost, I went every day except I think one. Nice. Um, and then I paid for a manicure because I was sorely kneeing one, and I have never had a manicure at sea. And then, wouldn't you know it, I went in, and there's a little note on my desk when I walk in. It says, congratulations, we want to give you a free spa service. Here's $70 to use towards a new spa service. I'm like, thank you very much. So I booked myself a pedicure, too. (laughs) <laughs> nice that's fantastic did yours last i never usually have luck with the ones that see if i'm going somewhere tropical because i always tend to put my feet in salt water and then it kills the. no the the, the pedicure i just use regular nail polish and it, it was fine actually um and the manicure has lasted too and so i had no issues whatsoever that's awesome yeah i was very i was impressed with the the, the manicure and pedicure so so let's move on to dining. Um, okay. So they have a main dining room. Is it a single dining room, multi-floored? Is it multiple It's two rooms? floors. Two okay. floors. Yep. And it's at the back of the ship. Um, so the very first, I walked onto the ship and didn't go to the muster station first. I went to eat lunch. <laughs> So they were calling so, you over the PA system? <laughs> they, they, I almost, yeah, I kind of got a nasty girl saying, oh, you haven't showed up yet. And I'm like, and you entered the ship like an hour and a half ago. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I went to lunch. So um, I went over to lunch and I sat down and they offered the dining room services uh, on port days. Um. Or was it sea days? I can't remember. Anyway, but they offered it basically when we walked on the ship. And uh, they had some very interesting dishes. And everybody really liked the food. They had a buffalo cauliflower something. That was... 
No, it wasn't a steak. It was like buffalo or, or cauliflower bites, but then they were mixed with buffalo seasoning. So they, and the lady that had it was loved, uh, loved it. And I had a crepe with bacon and apples in it. Ooh. Oh my gosh. So good. And then I found out that that's actually a regular staple at the Dutch cafe. So then I had another one. <laughs> I love that freaking Dutch cafe. I could eat the frites every single day. Um, well, that's the thing is they, they have the best beer on the entire ship. Yep. It's actually it you get real stocked. Dutchin, real Dutch beers. They ran out halfway through the ship, halfway through the voyage. I was actually a little perturbed. So how would you compare the food in the dining room on uh, Holland America compared to other cruise lines in that same general price? Um, it was different. It really was. And the reason I say that is because they weren't quite as fancy as some of the other. I mean, it wasn't quite as gourmet as some other lines. It was one night they had fried chicken. One night they had pot roast. So it was good all-American comfort food, not super fancy. Uh, so, yeah, I, it, was, it was good. It was just not quite as, it didn't have a confit and a glace, glace and all this other fancy stuff. So Okay, and what else do they have on the ship for complimentary dining options? They have the Lido Market, which is basically your buffet. And I went in there one night for dessert. Um, they've got the dive-in, which is hamburgers, hot dogs, things like that. They've got a New York pizza, which is actually out at the pool area. Um, and then they've got the Dutch Cafe. And the Dutch Cafe, it, it, it's extra, but it's not. Because if you get the coffees and the specialty beverages, and they, of course they've got the beer and wine and everything there as well, those are extra, but if you get food, that's included. Did you do the have-it-all package, Donna? I did. I did. So I didn't have to worry about bar or worry about any of my beer, wine, any of that yeah. stuff. Yep. Good choice. <laughs> so is that their drink package? Well, it's actually more than that. It, it's it's a drink package. It's also uh, your gratuities, so you didn't have to mess with that. And it also includes your Wi-Fi, which I desperately have to have Wi-Fi. So, I th when we did it, it also included some shore excursion credit and a um, special. Oh, designer. that's right, it did. It yeah. also included a shore excursion credit. Yep. Mine, ours didn't include the gratuities though, but maybe that was a maybe that. No, I'm sorry, I had it backwards. It was the okay. shore excursion, not gratuities. So I gotcha. used the shore excursion credit for a. Um, food tour in Puerto Plata. Nice. And what do they have for specialty restaurants? They've got the Pinnacle Grill, which is their steakhouse. Uh, I did eat there for lunch. Um, it was, they had it open for lunch on a sea day. And uh, then they've also got it, I had it, that's what I had for dinner as well. The Cell du Mer is actually their uh, seafood restaurant. Canaletto is the Italian. Nami Sushi. Sushi. And then you've also got Club Orange. Club Orange is for your sweet guests. 
But this is a very interesting thing, is that Holland America allows you to upgrade your priority, and you can eat at the sweet restaurant. You can get priority boarding if you pay a little extra. I hmm. didn't. Because I, I decided it was either eat at the, the, the sweet, do Club Orange or do the, the spa for a week. I'm like, oh, it was a hands down, do the spa for a week. <laughs> it's also, um, so this is a good tip too. That it comes with a um, room upgrade if it's available. So ask your travel agent to price it out and see because I've had it before where somebody booked a um, an ocean view added club orange got their balcony and it was less than if they had just added club orange to a balcony so yeah yeah, it was a really good deal so um yeah but if you're very specific about your room upgrade you need to if if there's a specific room you chose for a specific reason like and you've got kids across the hall or something like that then you need to deny the room upgrade well, then you got to okay. early and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. definitely helps. Yeah. Yes. Entertainment. I see on the list there's BB King's. What is that? Well, so the way it's, it is, it's not a. I mean, a lot of cr- cruise ships, they have a nightclub, which is a specific space that is basically kind of closed off. It's a room. The thing about the entertainment on Holland America is you kind of walk through it. Um, so they had actually, so BB Kings and the Lincoln center stage were basically shared the same space and it was almost like a, a nightclub or a, or a dancing club because it had a giant dance floor in the middle of the state or in front of the stage. And there were people out dancing to the music and then they've got lounge chairs and tables that are surrounding the stage. But the thing is, is the hallway to get from one end of the ship to the other. And this is the same floor that the dining room is on. So you, if you want to walk from one end of the ship to the other, you walk right through it. Um, so you can, you can stop and people would just stop and didn't find a chair, just stood there and listened to the music for a little bit on their way somewhere else. So was there, so that sounds very similar to the Koningsdam. Was there an upper and a lower level? There was, but the upper level was, it was overlooking, but it was hard to see. Yeah. If you wanted to really see, you needed to be on the third deck. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds very similar. I bet this is the same exact layout, but I did, I felt that way too. It was kind of like an open area, whereas on the other Holland ships, the BB Kings was kind of like tucked away in its own room. And this was kind of nice because that was, yeah, like it the same kind of nice open so what's area. this was nice so they they did the lincoln stage uh earlier in the evening so as you're going to dinner lincoln stage is playing and they had a beautiful quartet um and sometimes a trio and they just were playing they were playing modern contemporary music but it just it sounded so amazing and then as you finish dinner you're walking out and bb kings is running so it's all blues and jazz and then there's a set of doors, a set of glass doors. You walk through the doors, and then you've got the Rolling Stone Rock Room, and they're playing 80s and 90s. And then the billboard on board was next to it. And if they were had a band playing, 
they weren't doing anything there, but if the band wasn't playing, then they had karaoke. Did they have dueling pianos too? I saw them, but I never saw anybody actually playing them. And they oh. were actually on the mm-hmm. other end of the ship towards the Club Orange. Okay, I'm I'm amazed because that is the exact opposite of every experience I've had on Holland. We've had the dueling pianos, but no karaoke. So yeah, the no, they never. I never saw anybody playing. Yeah, the, I've the never pianos. seen karaoke on a Holland ship. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, and the the dueling pianos is like. Well, I will say the last time we were on it, the first half of the week it was just one guy playing the piano, and then midway through, um, a girl joined him, and she got on board somewhere midway through. So I wonder. It sounds like staffing is still an issue for some. Of I think staff. there is some of that. I really do. Yeah. Um, it might, yeah, could be, could be stopping, but I kind of am excited. I, I'm a karaoke fan. <laughs> That's the one thing I miss on Holland. And I yeah. will say music is the, I know we've gushed about this so many times. We've done so many Holland episodes. It's crazy, but um, the music really is the star of the show, I think. And the unsung star of the show on that cruise line, I think they get a very bad rap for being for older generation. But if, if you, you just take into account. I don't think I can think of any other cruise line where you have that many different opportunities for live music. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was! I, I was really impressed with the talent of these musicians. And what was even better is that I'm sitting there in the Rolling Stone rock room, hearing some awesome tunes sung by some amazing artists, and they knew how to make really good cocktails. <laughs> I was, I was actually, I was impressed because I'd had one in the, di- had some in the dining room and they were just not as good. But this particular bartender, she knew that's what she was doing. So, that's so funny because the best bartender on the Koenig's Dam was also in the Rolling Stones rock room. Well, there you go. <laughs> that must be like, maybe a little uh, hardship on where to find the good ones, but it's so cool. So did you do the so, BBC Earth? Oh, sorry, George. <laughs> no, that's okay. no, those were always at night. And yeah, you know uh, me. <laughs> I, I mean, after after dinner, I'm done. And I went back. But I this is I have to give them some some definite kudos. They had besides there's one other line that has a better movie selection. But they basically really rocked it with the movie selection to yeah. watch in your room at night. Um, I got to watch some of the, the new Oscar winners, you oh, know, nice. that they, the movies had just come out. So I was very impressed that I got to see some of these movies. This is probably, and I'm so sorry, George, I feel like I have to apologize, but you knew doing a Holland episode that Sandy and I were going to be all like, (laughs) 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 you probably knew going into this, but I have to ask, so we got to give a shout out to their bathroom sizes. How was your bathroom size? Because I feel like that's something that Holland does so well that um, maybe some other cruise lines need to. It it wasn't it wasn't awful. It wasn't fantastic. Mm, okay. I, st- I I mean I had enough room to move around. It was I didn't feel like I was in a closet. <laughs> Were you by yourself, Donna? I was, and it would have been different. I think if I'd had somebody with me, and I was you know having to crawl over them. But <laughs> I went by myself, and so I had the whole room to myself. I had the whole you know uh, shower to myself and everything, and uh, it was really cool because. If you've ever been in a cruise ship, you know that they put the two beds together and then they put something in between um, to kind of like 
make it more flat and it had kind of fallen in and I told the my room steward I said hey you know is there any way you could like lift that up a little bit and he did he lifted up the little divider thingy and I got to sleep in the middle of the bed and I got to spread out you get the starfish (laughs) exactly exactly and I didn't have to fight Jeff for the covers (laughs) you know I I concur about their movie selection when I was on there with my daughter we I made her watch um nine to five for the first time. And we watched Mamma Mia. These are all older movies, but we found so many things to watch together that like she hadn't seen or I hadn't seen in a long time. And yeah, I think we watched Clueless. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was impressed. I mean, there's only one other ship I've seen that had a bigger selection, but it was definitely impressive. Hey, Clueless has Ant-Man, George. (laughs) Yes, it does. Paul Rudd? Yeah. Yes. So it was oh, like okay. it may have been his first movie. Actually, what, I was gonna say, was he like twelve? <laughs> <laughs> he was. He's like my age. He was like twenty-two. I don't know, something like that. Okay. Yeah, he still maybe. looks the exact same though. Yeah, he yes, does. <laughs> he never ages. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Do they have a main theater? And did they have some shows? They do. It's called the World Stage. Okay. Um, and it's a it's a kind of a theater in the round, not completely around, but. That's Almost cool. Sounds around. pretty different. Yes. And let's talk about where you stopped because I have never stopped at any one of the three of these yet. So Puerto you know, Plata is that in the really okay? Yes, I got to That's see three nice. completely new ports that I'd never been to before. So, That's so the first find stop. Your, it's unusual to get to say that. <laughs> Do you find yourself at this point picking cruises more for? where they stop because you haven't been there or you really want to go back or are you still picking them more for the been. ships? Okay. Where I haven't been. Yeah. That's, yeah. So this one, uh, the first stop was actually at Grand Turk. Um, and uh, I wanted to go diving. I, I love diving in Turks and Caicos. And so, but I, and I knew the diving there was just amazing. And so, I found out a very interesting detail. Most dive operators have canceled their contracts with cruise lines and uh, excursion operators because they just, they can't make their margins. So if you want to go diving, you have to book it directly through the dive operator. And so I did, I found one that had good, you know, uh, ratings and I was sitting there really worried i'm like okay i just sent these people money and they're in a foreign country did i do the stupid thing and is that is my money all gone but sure enough uh i got i got on the taxi to go over there and it just so happened that another couple that i was going with were going to this exact same place wow <laughs> so we ended up going to the the grand turk diving and it was an amazing dive uh they were fantastic the water was so clear and then what's great is, is Grand Turk is one of those places that you can just walk off the ship, find a beach chair, sit down. You're going to have to pay a couple of dollars for it. They've got people running around bringing you beers and drinks and you can get food and everything. It's a fantastic place to just, if you don't have anything planned, you can nice. do nothing. It's a great when you, location. When you that. go diving in places like that, do you bring your stuff or do you rent it there? Uh, a little of both. I have a very special mask that I use that has a regulator built into it. 
And mm-hmm. so I bring my own mask regulator and first stage. And, but I don't bring wetsuits and fins and all that kind of stuff. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I usually pay for a wetsuit and I pay for a, a BC and I pay, uh, so usually it's about $50 in rentals. So you need a wetsuit in the Caribbean? Uh, yes and no. It's always a good idea to have one, at least a shorty, in case you ru- bump up against some fire coral. Okay. Or you uh, get touched by a jellyfish or a Portuguese man of war. So it's not. So I I wear a shorty a lot of times um, if I dive in the in the Caribbean. But sometimes I just dive in a bathing suit. So depends on it depends on how hot it is. If it's summer and it's you know a hundred degrees outside, I usually dive in a bathing suit. Cool. But the water temperature was about eighty. 86, 87, 88 degrees. So it was cool, but it wasn't cold. And then the second port we went to was Half Moon Cay. Uh, That was actually, it is Holland America's private island. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I have never seen sand so fine. Mm -hmm. It was, and it was white and it was just, it was like walking on baby powder. It was nice. amazing. Yeah, I'm gonna be and, there next uh, month. Oh, you're gonna be so nice. You're gonna love yeah. it. And they've got chairs now. You can you can get a chair and all for for no cost. But I had a little extra shore excursion money, so I used um, a little bit of it, and I got one of those clamshell covers, so I could get out of the sun if I wanted to. But honestly, <laughs> I didn't need it because I spent the entire time in the water. I got out to go get something to eat and then came right back in the water and just stood there in the water. We have a um, one of those two-story cabana rental things that has like the hot tub in it. So Ooh. more to come on that. Wow. Yeah, there's a bunch of us doing it, but it's going to be really cool. I'm excited. Yes. Yeah. And then the last port was Puerto Plata, which is uh, in the Dominican Republic. Um, I'd never been to this particular city. It actually comes in at Amber Cove which Amber Cove is owned by Carnival Corp. So Carnival ships go there, Holland America, Princess, all of those actually port into Amber Cove rather than Puerto Plata. I really like Amber Cove. I, I got to sail there a couple times with Fathom, and we actually had the unique experience of staying there. The ship was parked there for multiple nights. Oh. Kind of like a resort off of It was really cool. Um to be there, but did you do that zip line? No, I did a food tour. Okay. And so they took us in and we tried hot chocolate and coffee and chocolates. We toured a chocolate factory. Uh, we went to an old church that had been rebuilt. They took us around the center square and everything. Then we went to a farm. <coughs> And this particular farm grew lots of vegetables, and actually you could take a tour of the farm, but it was also a rum distillery. So we got to taste the rums, and then they, they brought us lunch, and it was a some kind of a chicken stew. It was very tasty, with rice and vegetables, and it was so yummy. 
So you left the port, right? Like, yes. I, yes. I was supposed to go to Puerto Plata on another cruise line, and we ended up not going. But I, um, I couldn't figure out like the difference between Amber Cove and Puerto Plata because I felt like they were right beside each other, but now they I don't know. Are but they're not. <laughs> I mean, it's right. several miles in between. So they're not. Yeah. Okay. So they're yeah, not next door. Totally and Amber yeah. Cove is, like I said, it is a private dock owned by Carnival. So yeah, I've been to Amber Cove. I just I couldn't. If you want, if you go into, I would have been there, you know, like right by if, it. If, yeah. if you're on a different line, because we saw Norwegian there, and mm-hmm. Norwegian was actually docked at Puerto Plata. Okay, so you drove past mm-hmm. a different port, and it was. Yes, away. and Puerto Plata was actually uh, has completely been refurbished. They they were closed in 2021, and yeah. they've just opened. Great. Any last minute thoughts about the cruise? I did feel like I was too young to be on that ship. <laughs> <laughs> Even there though you were, were in bed before everybody else on the ship? <laughs> th- there were people out there beyond me, yes. But I was, but yeah, most of the people there were in their 70s. It just mm-hmm. must be the and, ones that are ending up on. And but it's also, but there were a lot of multi-gen. So you had, we did, ha- I did have, um, you would see somebody in their 70s, but then they brought their their daughter and their grandchildren with them Mm -hmm. so i mean there was there was a a range of ages i i honestly don't think i would bring kids on that ship though it's not it didn't strike me as very kid friendly even though there is a kids club i just it didn't strike me as for little ones that they would get bored very quickly All right. Good to know. Well, that's our show for this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Please like our Facebook page, rate us, and be sure to tell your friends about us. You can find our previous episodes on the podcast page of outlandertravel.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. On behalf of Donna, Sandy, Lindsay, and myself, George, thanks for joining us this week. Gotta fly. Gotta fly.